This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Guys, welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe's Masters Class Ma- Marvel Cinematic Universe review. Fucking, you almost had it. You just there was, right? there was a little M-O-T-C-U stumble. MCU does the MCU's MCU and the MTCU. No, 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 no. It's too late. M I C K E Y M O U S E. Mary Tyler Moore, MTM. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. You down with OP? Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Yeah. No, you blew it. We're. we're <laughs> What's what's going on, guys? I'm I'm uh god damn it, we're doing the MCU again. And yes, this time, do. this time, we got a case of the sequels. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We've also uh in, in case you're just listening to this, we've got a YouTube channel now. Yay. Where we're going back and actually putting the videos of the older episodes out as well as these new ones and they come out, we'll <clears> put them there also. But we're gonna go back. I know right now it's only a couple movies and they're out of order. I really screwed that up, but Oh, that's we okay. are going to go back and put all our, our, our backlog of uh, Zoom videos up there, too, so you guys can like uh, look at our pretty faces as we do this. Yes. <laughs> that's a treat. Yep. Do, do you guys ever listen to stuff, like, you know, for a length of time, and you imagine what the face... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, and, and again... <laughs> what people think we look like? I mean, that's isn't that the craziest thing? Like, someone could be having that experience with our voices, and then they see us yeah, on this thing, and, and they're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. 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 Look how handsome these motherfuckers are. My that's God. Right. I know, that's especially right. Eric. Like, I know we've talked it up, but when they see you, holy no. shit. No, God, stop it. No, I was just explaining to you that my hairline is, is like a, a battlefield these days, and it's, it's just better to just. <laughs> Shear, yeah. shear it all off, man. Call that, it a that's loss. what I've been doing, but I, I am growing it back a little bit right now. It's it's still coming in a little. At least I don't have the flesh yarmulke in the back. Yeah, you don't. You don't want the flesh yarmulke in the back. No. Yeah, luckily I don't have like that male pot uh, pattern yeah. thing going. I on. got the little the widow's peak, but not the not the flesh yarmulke. Oh yeah, I'm a Puerto Rican Dracula. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> <great>. Dracula. <laughs> so. Avengers was the biggest movie of all time, right? Like it was fucking just enormous. Yeah. And then we get Avengers Age of Ultron, which, you know, just call it Avengers 2 if you don't want to say all that. It was a movie that... I thought thought Captain America Winter Soldier was Avengers 2. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. But, But this... This, like, aimed to deliver on the promise of, like, remember Avengers? Well, we blew your tits off with all of the CG yep. and all your favorite heroes on the screen together. This is twice as good. Like, look at it. And the trail, I mean, that money shot that you got in Avengers where, you know, you circled around yeah. the crew. You got an even cooler version right. of that in this movie. 
Yep. And it, it was front and center in the trailers is such a, such a moment, man. And I took it for granted because I saw this movie when it premiered and maybe felt a little underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt when you saw it, but hundred percent, I, I was saying, yeah, I, I mean, I built it up in my mind because of the the success of the the previous movies. Yeah, so I guess I kind of did it to myself, but I mean, I I liked it. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> That's the thing, exactly. I I I love the movie. Yeah, and I've rewatched it and such without a problem. But yeah, I, I was underwhelmed. I guess I built it up too much in my in my brain. Yeah. And that's coming from me, too. You know, uh, I'm the worst person to ask mm-hmm. about these movies in the first place because I'm already on my knees, like, r- ready to accept yeah. <laughs> exactly. the gift that is this movie. But, yeah, it just, um, I-, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as I thought I would when I first saw it. Now, again, this does that super weird thing that only these movies can do where they improve in quality only on the back of like the stuff that came out after right. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, you, it is a weird phenomenon. Seeing some of the other characters that are going to develop and you're like, "Oh, this is like a cool little origin and <clears throat> yeah. like, and like callbacks to things that happen in the future." 100%, man. Like yeah. I appreciated uh I appreciated these twins so much more than I did yeah. initially. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, before we get into it, this is our MC. We we inconsistent with this but it's been a while since we've all been together so i'd like to know what's new with you guys nothing this beer I'm getting <laughs> <open>. <laughs> nothing fuck nothing. you what's no. new with me uh this beer nice what are you drinking double x's okay double x's a little throwback yeah, i don't know i don't always drink beer but when i do i prefer dos equis <laughs> very nice i'm drinking Actually, uh, i don't but <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's all that was in the fridge. It was I know. buy one get one free cases this week at Winn Dixie. So I know, I know that feeling. I almost ordered a Michelob uh, today. Yeah. So that used to be my my drink, my beer back in the day. I mean, when you only have four options, it's like the best. Yeah. Well, that's very true. It was yes, there was no choices. But no, I was actually down in New York this week on Friday. I drove down. Nice. We had a uh, reunion of a food delivery service that. I worked for it 25 years ago. The Holy precursor, shit. the precursor to Grubhub and DoorDash before they existed. It started as a bunch of little local place, local delivery places. Wow! It evolved had, into what we have today. And I we had one it. of those here too, because I start, I was the one that started down here that did all the Florida ones. It became Bite Squad eventually, and yeah, um, yeah. But it was called Gator Food originally here in Gainesville. Right? No, I knew that's the what it was. They used to have the, the the guys who started the company. I'm friends with the one guy Pete, and he, uh, like, they had conventions where they got together and shared ideas on yeah. how to get these things off the ground. And some comp- some of the larger companies would sell franchises and stuff, and you know, set up in different cities. But it was just all local, and but it was like so new where you could not just order from a pizza place or a Chinese yeah. place. You, you, the, the, where I was, I was living on the North Shore of Long Island where the, where the rich people live. I was not rich, but everybody else was. So we had someone, like the be- Someone had to clean the toilets. Exactly. We had the best restaurants in Great Neck on this, in this book. Oh, isn't that Elot's hometown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, he's in Long Neck. He's oh. not in Great Neck. His neck is not great. It's just long. Um, so, yeah. So I, it was great seeing some people who was, you know, the last time I saw them was like 12 years ago. And 
the owner Pete, like uh, that I mentioned, I hadn't seen him in about almost twenty years. So nice. It was cool, and I was the only one with a full head of hair. You guys were <laughs> my hair before. I was the only one with a full thick head of hair. That's awesome. And then, um, uh, th- yeah, then I hung out with my cousin for the weekend, so that, it was a good time. That does sound like a lot of good times. Yeah, it was. Um, I uh, I uh, got new tires. <laughs> oh yeah, you had to. Right, yeah. that sucks. I mean, I needed to anyway. I was gonna say you had to for a lot of reasons. That scared but, the shit like, out of me. Kind of I saw the, the tread hand. left on him. <laughs> oh, and like I said, that was the good one. You should have seen the other tire, yeah, the front tires. Yeah, great. Glad it didn't rain when I was down there. Oh right. god, driving around on fucking donuts bolt. down I drive. <laughs> nah, Floridians know how to drive on on bald tires. In oh the rain. yeah, sure they do. Yeah. Well, actual Floridians do, not the people that come here. Oh, it's only them. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. natives. I'm talking about like you know us natives. Right. Okay. All right. Well, well, that's very exciting, Joe, that you got new tires. It's not exciting at all. No, it cost me like a grand, too, which kind of sucks. <laughs> I like Doug's story. Joe, you really let me down this week. <laughs> yeah, was my story too tiring? Yeah, oh. it, it was a little. Actually, you know what the big story is? Is the dinner you made last night, man. Oh, man, that was so good. You made me so fucking jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I made some jambalaya from scratch, some collard greens from scratch, some cornbread, some jalapeno cornbread, and just like some Mexican street corn. You son nice. of a bitch. Yeah, it the corn looked so delicious. Good. You wonder what I had for dinner last night, Joe? What did you have for dinner last night? Same thing I'm having for dinner tonight. Neon Rainbows, New England style <laughs> IPA. That's, but, that's not a bad dinner either, though. That's not bad. That's yeah. as many calories as yours, I think. Probably. Yeah. So I had real authentic New York pizza last night and garlic knots. So oh, God I'm, damn it. I was living large. I was very happy. Remind so. me to order something good next episode we do so I can fucking yes. put it up on the camera and <laughs> get, exact my revenge. Um, as far as me, there's, I got nothing. I, I, I leapt into this and I got shit. Uh, nothing's new. Just work. Uh, just art stuff. Oh, you know what's new? Uh, Megacon. Yeah. Going to be at Megacon. This month, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, this month, uh, May 18th or 19th. It's a four day convention, it's the biggest convention in the southeast. Um, wow. yeah, it's it's just massive. And I didn't have time to do all the art that I wanted to do, I wanted to do something for LeVar Burton, um, because he's going to be there. I wanted to do a big reading rainbow piece, but time's just not on my side. So, but yeah, come out to MegaCon, come say hey if you're listening to this. Um, that's all I got to say, man. Let's get into this. Fucking Avengers. Age of Ultron. Set to stage. In the Eastern European country of Sokovia. Is Sokovia a real country? This is what a dumb American I am. No. I think, I think it's like a, um, like a Slovakia, like, anagram. It's Eastern European. They, 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 they title it as eastern european but no it yeah. does not exist yeah let me get my dunce cap now i understand <laughs> i'd like to know how many people screaming at the the screen or the car radio right now yes it just sounds legitimate sokovia has such a you oh, know yeah. rolls off the tongue uh the avengers tony stark iron man robert downey jr steve rogers captain america played by chris evans thor played by chris hemsworth totally fixed his eyebrows by now by the way like it is yeah. just on point now he just looks good yeah he's yeah. you know his hair is uh, what they call an ombre. I, I know. Yeah. Impressed. Uh, Bruce Banner. <laughs> the Hulk. Played by Mark Ruffalo. 
Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, played by Scarlett Johansson, and Clint Barton, Hawkeye, played by Jeremy Renner. They are raiding a Hydra outpost commanded by Baron Wolfgang von Strucker, who finally gets something to do, you think, but nah, no, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's been experimenting on humans using Loki's scepter from the previous Avengers movie. I love this, like, scene, too. Like, the whole, like, just riding through the damn snowy forest and then, like, yep. just fighting everybody. And, like, they each get, like, introduced one at a time with their own little scenes. Dude, um, this was, and I just watched this again today. In comics, they have what you refer to as your panels, which are just the squares or the rectangles or whatever that tell the story visually. Yeah. And, the, and then it'll, it'll all, it'll build all this tension and you turn the page and you get what's called a splash, which is a whole page of art that's just big and dynamic and fucking, that's the thing that's supposed to wow you. They yeah. did that in this movie. It was the coolest yeah. thing. It was. Yeah. And that, that scene I was talking about earlier is, is your money shot. They gave it to you right up front. Like here, yeah, you we, get, you get yeah. Captain America riding in the motorcycle by himself. And as like he's riding, he it throws over to, to Tony Stark who comes in and goes, we're going to kick some ass. And he goes, language <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that and then i like hall comes back is anyone else gonna like i know you know is anyone gonna like comment on the fact that he just told us to watch our language <laughs> yeah it's um at this point the, all the characters are so perfectly dialed in yeah you know what i mean yeah. except yeah. for except for scarlet witch and quicksilver you know yeah. they're they're new additions and they obviously have some growth to do one more than the other i was gonna say (laughs) i like how they build up too. like at first you get like the regular people like you know super super soldier your billionaire guy you get your black widow and your clinton bartons then all of a sudden you bring in the high powers and the hulk and thor just come in fucking shit up oh yeah it's so like it's so comically like funny like later especially when hawkeye says i'm just a guy with some arrows (laughs) like he's like they're fucking gods, and I'm just a guy with some arrows. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But you know what? The, they turn that complaint into a valid like, yeah. plot point, which is like, mm-hmm. listen, I know what I can do. Yeah. Um, in this case, it's actually really important. It's like, I'm, I'm as important to this team as anybody else. And it also reminds me of that SNL skit with Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, where they're doing <laughs> Avengers, and you know they're fighting, and you got Captain America, and you got you know Black Widow. And he's he's like, I'm out of arrows. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I guess I'll see you guys later. And they're like, What? You're leaving? He's like, I, Yeah, I'm out of arrows. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Hulk, and I watched a movie with Mark Ruffalo today on Netflix, the um, the Adam Project with him and Ryan Reynolds. Great oh movie. yeah, it was super that, great movie. Yeah, I was really I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I, it, I, it, yeah. it caught me by surprise yep. and I love how like they just like shit all over the whole time travel like theory I like, oh, right? yeah oh, I, yeah. I yeah, love they just I let love. Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in yeah. fashion time travel and it's so great <laughs> it really is and uh, then Ruffalo just, basically plays Bruce Banner again in this yeah 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 but yeah I, that, like you were you're right Joe that one snuck up on me and I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I was just laying there, and I was like, eh, I'll put this on. This might be okay. And then, I, I mean, I, you see Ruffalo. You see Ryan Reynolds. You see the one who's not as good as Karen Gillian. Um, you see... <laughs> Which one? What? Yeah, you know, Zoe Zaldana. Oh. This is our yeah, joke from okay, Galaxy right. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, 
She, she's definitely nowhere near, near as like hot as Karen Gillian. So I, yeah. I, I don't understand yeah. what you, you guys are, are going on. You, you yeah. are so out of your mind. It's not This movie like close. proved it to me. Like when I saw it, I'm like, I'm like it's, it's not even close. Well, maybe no. it's like, just it's, more for you then, because uh, yeah, because it's because like, I'm the other way. I'm like, it's not even close. Like, no, not not even close. Nope. Different yeah. strokes for different folks. Man. Actually, but, I was more into the mom. It's Jennifer Garner. I couldn't remember what her name was. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not mad at Jennifer Garner. I'll say I, I have yeah. a I have a weird, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh come on, thirteen going on thirty is yeah. my guilty pleasure. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was this was a the Adam Project was a reunion for that for the two of them for Ruffalo and Garner because that yeah. was oh okay. Going on and 30. the kid was actually a pretty damn good actor too. Like mm -hmm. I was surprised by how good of an actor the kid he was. He was. He was. He pulled off. He well, spoiler alert. He he pulled off. A young uh, Ryan Reynolds, very well. Yeah. Okay. So he was. So. Was he doing like a bit? Was he uh, talking real low? And then, yeah, we're gonna do some time travel. Let's go. He, he was just kind of being an arrogant asshole. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> exactly. He 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 definitely summed up the kid version of Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds is always Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's never not him, which is fine by me. Yep. You know, but. Oh, he's a charming. He's a charming man for sure. Yes, yeah. He is. Worrying's like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but you're not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Okay, that's, that's a great Ryan Reynolds from, from Van Wilder. Yes. <laughs> Write that oh. down. Write that down. My Ryan he Reynolds that, always like, turns into uh, Van Wilder was write that down. Yeah, my my oh. Reynolds always veers into Jim Carrey territory. <laughs> write that down. Yeah, I saw. I see, I, I saw Van Wilder when it was called Real Genius with Val Kilmer. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, actually, Van Wilder. Not to not to shit on your parade here. But Van Wilder is based on a Rolling Stone article <clears throat> of Burt Kreischer's life. Yeah, really? that's true. That's true. Yeah, Burt Kreischer is the real cool. life Ryan Reynolds or the real life Van Wilder. So like he was at Florida State for like seven years, right. and they wrote this like Rolling Stone did like an article on him about this guy who just keeps partying and like the life of the party and all this stuff. And then Van Wilder was made about that story about Burt Kreischer. Okay, I didn't know that. I mean, I like Van Wilder. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you, uh, you got a movie. You got then. a movie where someone looks at the camera and says, "In the Immortal Worlds of Socrates," I drink <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he was doing the Deadpool too. Okay. I mean, yeah. Just, uh, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like yep. he just is who he is. Love him or hate him. So they're they're going crazy and like they're they're getting there to this 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 base. Um, once they do get in the base. We uh, kind of see Strucker and who's the guy he's talking to? I can't remember who the other guy is. List, Doctor List. Doctor List. Okay. Yeah. And like he's like, get them out. Or they they need to be ready. And he's like, well, they're not ready yet. And you know, there's mm -hmm. kind of argument going on between the two of them. But uh, at some point, they get let out, and the people that come out are the Strucker experiments, which is the Maximoff twins, Pietro, who was uh, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's Superhuman speed. I think now that the ban has lifted, we can call him by his real name, Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah now yeah. that the Marvel Fox merger has come across, uh, he's Quicksilver. And then uh, you get Wanda Maximoff, who's also the Scarlet Witch, played by Elizabeth Olsen. Um, she has telekinetic abilities, uh, and she can manipulate minds and then also project like massive blasts of energy. Uh, Rogers eventually does capture uh, Strucker. And Tony Stark's kind of wandering around the facility, like, looking for the scepter. And um, Wanda kind of, like, fucks with his head. Like, she, oh, like, yeah. puts, like a, like, a 
hex on him, I guess is the right word, I guess. Mm. I don't really know with her. I think that's what the terminology is. Yeah. But um, yeah. he starts seeing, like, the Chitari like, giant fucking whale thing come back to life and, like, all kinds of other crazy shit and them fighting each other. Um, and well, he, he kind of gets the his... death of all the Avengers, which is fucking yeah. frightening. Mm-hmm. And those sons of bitches, Kevin Feige, that son of a bitch, used that scene in the trailer to fuck with us big time. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We were like, holy shit. And, yeah. Yep. Yep. So she she fills his mind with some stuff, and then he does end up getting the scepter, and they kind of complete the mission at, at you know, this Sokovian base. I lose track of where they're at in this movie because they go to so many fucking different places. Yeah, they yeah. kind of jump around. And this do. is before they did the whole big, like, on the screen of where they're at. <laughs> like, I know. Well, I, I think that, that lens, that, that sort of fills us in a little bit on our, you know, our, not disappointment, not even the right word for it, for this movie, because I think they kind of, they got, there was a little bit of hubris going. They kind of tried to do too much in this movie. And I think that's one of the reasons why. Because the pacing was, normally pacing in Marvel movies is fantastic. Even in origin stories, it tends to be really good, as good as you can be. But this yeah. one, the pacing was a little off. And, and, you know, again, not trashing it at all. But I think that was part of it is they tried to do too much, you know. And, yeah. and it got a little crazy. So I mean, this th- this was very confusing for me to have the Maximoff twins in this movie right off yeah. the bat. Because I'm like, well, wait a second. that Marvel's so good about easter eggs and planting seeds and like hey listen we know you guys are fans of this stuff here's this thing that's going to get you really excited these are very much like yes they're avengers characters but they're x-men characters right yeah and they have ties to magneto obviously you know exactly. well, i yeah. mean obviously obviously they had to alter a lot for this you know so yeah as, th- as a massive spoiler because i'm not sure if it will ever come out but they're magneto's children right yes 100 percent and yeah. uh yeah and you know it, it did get a little confusing because as a fan you know who has rights to what and you're like wait a minute yeah. they can't really yeah. they can't call them mutants so what they're okay they're justifying their powers because they were experimented on by yeah like it just gets very messy but it does come out like later in wandavision that they had their powers when they were kids they fixed some stuff man the they power really of the really. retcon yeah yeah they, they had to because yeah you're right eric it unfortunately lifting the curtain like that even within you know the the imagination of that movie it so it does sort of you know tamp things down a little bit for yeah. for you when you they know were so. west coast avengers right yeah hawkeye yeah. Was hawkeye the was the leader you had uh vision on that team scarlet witch on that team um and you know what else was kind of cute we'll get there but obviously as marvel fans and now that wandavision's been out like you you have an understanding of the love story between yeah. those two characters. You get to see them flirt with it a little bit. Where like you know he comes out of that tube and she's looking at him like, oh hey, yeah, <laughs> look at his look at his naked robot. Okay, yeah, I know, right? You are very sexy. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we are back in Manhattan now at the uh, team's headquarters. It's Avengers Tower. It's formerly Stark Tower from you know the first Avengers movie. Um, Stark is uh, doing his experiments and his analysis on Loki's scepter, and he's finding some really strange stuff. He brings Banner in to sort of, you know, brainiac talk it out, bounce some ideas off each other. Um, and this is uh, this is the first time that we're you know let in on Tony's plan to create Ultron. Um, he's looking for a suit of armor 
for the earth. And, um, you know, Bruce Banner is, he's, he's very hesitant. He's not even a little hesitant. He's very hesitant about this. And what gets him even worried, you know, gets him even more worried is Tony doesn't want to share this with the rest of the team. So, um, you know, because he doesn't want to have, what did he say? I don't, I don't want to have to deal with a town hall or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so he, he's, this is Tony at his best and worst all at the same time. You know, that he, he knows best. He knows better than anyone. He's going to, he's going to run with it. Um, so he sets up some, you know, he sets up an automated program through uh, Jarvis to, you know, sort of start to program and learn from from the scepter because they you know they find that it's almost like its own brain it's an ai is exactly what tony was looking for uh and they head off to a, a celebration party for their most recent victory um while they're away you know ultron comes to life and shit gets real <laughs> yeah i love this party mm. scene too <laughs> yes oh this is the well best. first of all i like the girl she's like is thor gonna be there I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, she's all professional. She's she's yeah. fixing she's fixing Hawkeye, and she's all professional. And no, oh, I don't do parties. I work all the time. Is Thor gonna be? Yeah, Thor gonna be yeah. that's Joe's was, cameo in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, you know, they're at the party, and Thor's just like sitting there back, like leaning back, and Mjolnir sitting on the table, and he's yeah. like, the so so you're telling me is the hammer could only be lifted by somebody who's worthy, and. Then they have this whole, like, Excalibur scene where they're trying to pull the fucking sword out of the stone. Yep. You get, you know... Oh, also, earlier in the party, this Rhodey telling the story to them. The Rhodey story's like, great. They're so unimpressed. They're like, yeah. that, that's it? You dropped the tank off? He's like, boom. This way, you're looking for this? <laughs> yeah. like, they don't even respond. And, yeah. Thor, and then Thor he goes is like, like, oh, that was the... group of just regular people. And yeah, like, that oh, was the end of the story. Oh, oh, yeah, it was fine. It was a great story. That was some and, great acting by Don Cheadle, too. Like, the look of sati- right? satisfaction on his face when he gets the reaction he wants. He's yeah. like, fuck, yeah, I still got it. Yeah. Yeah, because that thing oh. kills everywhere. And then, and Stan Lee's... I, this is my oh, favorite Stan, Stan Lee cameo, cameo yeah. of all the, Like, of all the, the cameos, it's... Some, Thor has some weird-ass right, fucking wait Asgardian. Wait <laughs> yeah, so, so, Eric, come on. You do a great Excelsior. I need a fucking drunk Excelsior now. Excelsior! <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, it I love it. So Thor's got like this little flask of fucking Asgardian like liquor. Thousand year old. Yeah. And he's like, this is not for mortals. And then like, no, goes, Stanley's like, what does he say? Something like, uh, he goes, listen, we fought, we, we're on the beach in Normandy. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Was Neither was Normandy. <laughs> I think, what did he say? Didn't he say like, hand it over Blondie or something like hand that? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he takes a shot. Obviously, he gets carried away. Yeah. But we get back to the, the 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 Mjolnir on the table, and uh, you know Tony Stark's. Of course, I'm gonna get this. So he gets his fucking Iron Man fucking suit, with, puts the blasters on. Nothing. <laughs> Him and then fucking War Machine together or Don Cheadle together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both trying absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. You get um uh Hawk. Does Hawkeye try? I don't remember if he tries. Yeah, Hawkeye tries. The only one who refuses to is, is uh, Natasha. Is Natasha. Oh, no. that's right. Yeah, I don't need to get into yeah. your dick measuring contest or some shit. Yeah. yeah, she insinuated that. But, I mean, hey, Steve moved it. Yeah. And Thor got scared. Well, I yep. was getting there. I was getting Thor- there. Oh, I'm um, sorry, dude. I stole your thunder. So I suck. Mark, Mark Ruffalo comes up to, to grab Bruce Banner comes up to grab it. <laughs> and then, like, he, he like, kind of, like, acts like he's going to turn into Hulk. Which, if he yeah. turned into Hulk, he could fucking grab it. Like, not even a problem. No. It's not because no, it's worthy. No. no, it wouldn't come up. Yes, it would have. It no, would no, not. he's not worthy. Doesn't matter. There, there's certain like there, now there are certain uh, tier like strength characters that can actually lift things. Um, like Thanos can lift it too. 
Thanos can stop it. Captain Marvel can lift it and stop it. It's not uh, about being worthy at that point. It's about the strength. They actually have just su- superior enough of strength to lift it. You trying to have a fucking nerd off with me, man? Yes. In in the comics, there have been characters who can lift it. Even Super, Superman was able to lift it. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's... Comics are so fluid, man, and they're always changing the rules. You can't really use, like, issue 261 of an Avengers comic to justify something because they'll change the rules with the run. So whoever's writing the comic makes the rules. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, like... Hella is able to fucking destroy it, like with just grabbing it, stopping it midair, and destroy it. Thanos stops it a couple times. Captain Marvel can sure as fuck stop it too. Well, you can stop it, and like you can deflect that hammer, right? If you're of a certain strength class, but doesn't mean you can pick it up. And Hulk tried to pick that thing up in Avengers One, did he not? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, but he did. Or wait, did Hulk try to? Or was yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, no, Hulk was trying to pick that thing up. He couldn't pick it up. Yeah. And it pissed him off. But I also think that, you know, we, and we've talked about it, the, the, um, the canon in the movies is different from the canon in the, canon in the comics. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was definitely focused on the worthiness of, of picking it up, and it all culminated in Endgame. You know, yeah, but there is there's which I'm getting things. goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about that right <laughs> like, now. Like Thanos was able to fucking slice through Captain America's shield like it was nothing. Right. Like, no, 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 I know. It's yeah. just once you get to cosmic strength, it, it's like a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, but, vi- vibranium's the strongest metal on Earth, Joe, but it's not the strongest metal in the universe. Exactly. Yeah. So, Hulk, he, he threatens like he's going to turn into Hulk and doesn't. And then, uh, you know, Captain America comes in. It, it does kind of start wiggling a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it wiggles a little bit. And Thor, like, he gets concerned. And Thor looks at him when, like, well, Thor's looking can't. at him before it even comes to him. He's, like, just staring at him like. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then like, when he can't do it, he sits back and he he's smiles. Like, yeah. He's, like, relieved. Um, yep. Now, knowing what comes ahead, do you guys buy into the theory that Steve decided not to lift it to save no. Thor's No, feelings? I just don't think at that point no. he was worthy. Because, right, exactly. Yeah, that's this the whole. There's this whole dilemma about about Peggy and everything that he finally yeah. resolved, and that's why he was able to do it then. Um, so, yeah, I don't believe that. I don't. I'm with yeah, you. also like the whole Civil War thing setting up, and him the fact that during this he's hiding Bucky, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we get that's true. That's like, very true. It's not he's hiding about him right now. Yeah, yeah. That's it's true. like we don't talk about Bucky. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and also, I mean, Steve is Steve. If he he wouldn't be dishonest. Yeah, like that's the bottom line. Forget everything else. Like he's not. He's he can't be dishonest. So if he could lift it, he would have lifted it. Yeah. You know, or he would have told them I can lift it, but I won't, or whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. Well, I do like the fact that though this does become a major plot point later in the movie. Oh, 100%. And it's yes. a wonderful moment. It's a deus ex machina. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Sorry. When Tony tries to lift it before he lifts it, he goes, I will tell you, I am going to reinstate Prima Nocta. <laughs> and I'm just going to have, yes. I'm not going to say, I'm just going to have the listeners listen. Go and, go and Google Prima Nocta because you will piss yourself laughing as to what he was talking about in this thing. I'm not even going into it. <laughs> Okay. Some homework for you at home. It's, yes. It was so such a Tony line. Like, it was the quintessential Tony Stark line. And you could see him doing it if you could. <laughs> so the party is, is rolling on. It's this great moment of levity. You get all this fun stuff. And that comes crashing down when uh, the unexpectedly sentient Ultron awakens. And he believes that he must eradicate humanity to save the Earth. 
Um, you know, his his intentions, you got to remember this is something that was designed by Tony Stark. Right. Tony Stark is one of those characters who has good intentions, but takes things a little too far. And Ultron takes his idea very literally. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's he's AI. So the logical thing to do to save Earth is to eradicate humanity, right? Like that's <laughs> humanity. Well, I mean, in this case, Ultron is the, um, without Marl's version of Lilo, you know, Lilo Dallas multipass yeah, because... Yeah. You know, she was she broke down because she's human and has a, well, not human. She has emotions, but Ultron doesn't have that filter on him. So exactly, <laughs> he came right, up man. with the solution. Now, important to remember, we've got another AI in the in the picture here. Uh, Paul Bettany's Jarvis. He's been the the voice of the Iron Man suits AI, uh, yep. all, you know, all this time. Um, we get this really cool, you know, like Jarvis is intervening. Uh, almost in Ultron's birth and trying to like, you know, help him, but soon very quickly learns that, you know, oh, this guy's got bad intentions. And um, it seems like he just straight up murders Jarvis. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, So now that that's done, he uses one of Stark's Iron Legion robot drones. He kind of like, you know, takes it over and he's like... it's broken. It was just in battle, so it looks all like Frankenstein monster, right. zombie-ish. Like yeah. it's fucking creepy. It's leaking it's oil and stuff. Oil, yeah. And uh, he comes out in the, in the middle of the party and just crashes that shit. And, and I love that he's like singing the "I Have No Strings on Me" uh, uh, once, like the Pinocchio line. Yes, man. Yep. yep. And he confronts the Avengers. Um, you know, and and basically this is the introduction you get to this central villain of the story. Um, he actually escapes with Loki Scepter and uses the resources in Strucker's base to upgrade his body and build an army of these drones, these robot drones. Um, he gets to look a little bit more like comic book Ultron. Yeah, he really does have that look down. Yeah, it, it looks kind of cool. You know, they you can tell that they were looking at, like, how do we make this thing emote? when yeah. it talks because it's a robot and it's got a square for a mouth. So they yeah. do some, I call it some CGI fuckery to like his yeah. lips move and stuff. Like yes. it's, it's a little off putting. Yeah. Um, yep. but I feel like you had to do that. You know, it would have been weird to stare at like a C3PO face the whole yeah, time. Well, also just with the amount of like, like, vi- like, um, voice acting that James Spader is doing too. Oh, oh like, he, yeah. he crushes that. Mm hmm. He had, it, sound, it sounded like he had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was so tell. much charisma in that voice. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's very easy to, to fall into that trap of like, what does this robot sounds like? He sounds very robotic and shit. Like, no, yeah. this dude nope. it, it was oozing with personality. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, he, he actually, Ultron kills Strucker when he t- <laughs> lands at his base. And uh, he then meets and recruits the Maximoff twins, who were obviously like the experiments that Strucker was working on. Um, luckily for him, these two cats hold Tony Stark responsible for their parents' deaths because you got to remember, Tony Stark wasn't always a good dude. And back in his weapons manufacturing days, um, some of his missiles were used to attack Sokovia and uh, ultimately, you know, kill uh, their parents, which, you know, they get into a little bit more and then eventually really get into in the WandaVision series. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah, I mean, he 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 brings them into the fold as like his minions. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just a traumatic event they experienced when they were young. You know, their parents died, the rubble surrounding them, and they're just sitting there for three days staring at a, you know, bomb or missile that says Stark on the side of it. Oh, love that. Wondering if, like, any shift in the building is going to cause it to go off. Yes, man. Oh, my God, that gives me chills. You you totally buy their motivation with that story, with that, you know. And then when you get to see it in the TV show, you know, spoiler, holy shit. Yeah, the spoiler, the fact that, like, she was protecting them the whole time. <laughs> like, yep. that's yep. fucking crazy. Oof. Yeah, dude, I, 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 you know, some people get mad at, like, the constant retconning of things. I love it, man, and I love that they were able to go back and sort of tinker with the stuff that didn't work as well, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to that character. Like, you know, that that was leaps and bounds above my expectations, the whole WandaVision thing. And, and the way that they tied it into, you know, her origin in this film and, and you know, like and your then, understanding you know, of it. Yeah. Going forward to like what I'm about to watch next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we, oh, you got your tickets, buddy? Doctor I do. Strange? Uh, I got my tickets already. I'm like looking forward to this. And then a month later, Thor. <laughs> like, I'm getting two months in a row of movies. Did you guys see the last Doctor Strange trailer? Yeah. That came out like yeah. two days ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What are they... I know. What nerve. Like, I almost <laughs> crashed my fucking car, man. <laughs> I just heard about it. I'm talking to my brother. He's like, bro, you got to see the, the Doctor Strange trailer. Fucking, you know, the Professor X. He's got the he's got the wheelchair from the cartoon. The yeah, the cartoon wheelchair. I mean, I, I knew that was coming for, like, months, though. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of, like, you know, videos where they break shit down, like trailers down. So, I mean, I knew that was coming. But the other thing was... You get the Monica Rambeau Captain Marvel from the other alternate. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Not the um, not the uh, not the what's her what's her name from Wandavision. Um, oh, would she? So she gets her powers in Wandavision by going through the uh, but shield. That's, that's that's um not Monica. That's uh, that's her daughter. That's her daughter. Yeah. Yeah, Monica is the is the mom. That's the one you in. That's in uh, Doctor Strange, the mom, because she oh. was the one who got it instead of Carol Danvers. That's, oh, like, okay. that's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, right. So right. when you see the movie, it's not the Captain Marvel that's... Uh, I can't... My mind just went blank what her name is, the younger one. The daughter. Yeah. Uh, Mar- oh, she has two or three different names, I think. And they're they're cheesy. It's like... MCU oh, is... Uh, well, fo- there's like spec or Photon or... Yeah, yeah. They're like yeah. super... Damn it. But the, I'm thinking my- of her actual name is uh, Maria. Maria Rambo. Yes. So Maria Rambo is the younger one who's going to be the Captain Marvel going forward, I think. But in the Doctor Strange too, it looks like it's Monica Rambo, the mom who's ca- who's the Captain Marvel variant that comes through. Okay. Huh. Okay. That's pretty cool, man. Which uh, I mean, just Baron Mordo, and then like you're getting like um, Captain Britain with pet with a uh, uh, Peggy yeah. Carter. <laughs> yep. I saw that shield. Oh my god. And it looks like there's a Black Panther variant up there. Um, Oh, stop. There's also, I believe, going to be a Reed Richards. Because Reed Richards was, was part of Yeah. I think that's going to be... I think they're going to like break the Reed Richards then, too. And I've also heard that Wolverine's going to be in the movie. Jesus Christ. Well, listen. As all I know, based on the trailer, is he says, you know, face the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah. You know, if you're familiar with those, those storylines, it does feature... Mr. Fantastic features the Black Panther. Yep. You know, these are people who sit on the council, Professor X. So, yeah, that's going to pay off in a huge way. Photon. Uh, Photon is... Uh, yeah. 
Marie Rambo's superhero name. The worst Photon. superhero name. There's also Spectrum is the other one, I think. Spectrum. That's almost yeah. as bad as Dazzler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They sound like you should be selling sh- shitty cable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, the other other one I, rumor I've heard, I haven't really seen a lot of com- confirmation of this, other than the fact that there is like an Iron Legion in there that's mm-hmm. escorting, you know, Doctor Strange. I've heard there's going to be a superior Iron Man played by Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's that rumor's been flying around, and the and the the um, the trailer <laughs> nerds who dissect this shit have pulled stills out that almost yeah. clearly show maybe it's not Tom Cruise, but it could be. But it is like superior Iron Man. So I mean, this movie's going to be fucking just yeah. nuts. Oh, and get, really quickly, get this. So, I, like I said, I hung out with my cousin this weekend, and he is completely anti-trailer. He mm-hmm. never watches the trailers for anything. He you better he not saw, come to the south. <laughs> he saw he saw Spider Man No Way Home and didn't know there were th- there were three Peters. He had no clue. Good for him, man. It's that's, great for him. Like that's he the way goes to do out it. of his way to to just isolate him whenever <clears throat> this stuff happens. And um, yeah, so he even went so he he knows nothing of it. He's seen none of the trailers for for Doctor Strange or anything and he's got his tickets for opening night at midnight so I respect that man I seldom yeah. get spoiled uh, right. on anything I mean I I can make educate educated yeah. guesses but um I did the thing where you know you block social media from showing you certain words and yes. you know, yeah. I, I did that with all the Star Wars movies and a lot of the Marvel movies I'm like I don't want to I see do that it. with bad words <laughs> Yeah <laughs> This is where they have more meaning when I say them. <laughs> okay, Captain America. Can you yeah, yeah. address the fact that Doug just told us to watch yeah, language? Exactly, language. <laughs> but Fuck yeah. you, Doug! Thank you. I said that again tonight to Erica. <laughs> That's awesome. I got out of the car and I couldn't stand up. She was helping help me stop, bring stuff in. And I'm like, yep, you've already heard this, but my body's saying, Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best drop we have. I love it. I fucking love it. Get me. It's it's a great drop because there's so much love behind it's yeah. Yes. It's because exactly. it means it's the exact not, opposite of what it's saying. It's not it really spirited at all. Exactly. No, it's, it's the it's, weirdest yeah. thing. Right. Fuck I, fuck you, I, Doug, is such a you know I don't know. It's a term yeah. of endearment to me. Yeah. I love it. Also it's Rob Riggle saying it, so I know. <laughs> I know. Riggle can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. No wrong at all. Oh. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, all right, good. So the trio goes to a base of the don the a base of an arms dealer. Ulysses the arms dealer, <laughs> played by Andy Circus, and I love in this like we get the origin of like his arm getting cut off too. Dude. Yeah, um, it's in like the Cote d'Ivoire of Africa, which is how you say the Ivory Coast. Um, right, they're in a, sh- a, a shipyard. And uh, the reason they're there is they're trying to, like, obtain the Wakandan vibranium. Um, I like how, uh, was it, I think it's a scene earlier where, like, they're talking about Wakanada or something like that. <laughs> like, Bruce Banner's reading the computer, like, there's this material from Wakanada or something. Yeah. Uh, but, that, uh, was, that was another one of those moments, man, where it's like, you, yeah. you gave me a little, you knew what I wanted. Yeah. And, uh, and thank and you. And they're like, I thought, your da- I thought your dad used all this to make his shield. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> not a whole bunch of this shit. Um, so Maximoff, uh, Ultron, and uh, Pietro are there trying to get this vibranium. Um, I like how when, uh, you know, uh, Claw is like there and he's like, um, 
this is worth billions. And Ultron's like, so are you. I put it in all your offshore accounts and all kinds of other places. You know, I know how this works. And that was yeah. a great James Spader moment where it's like, finances are so weird. <laughs> like, I, know. I know. And then like, yeah. he gets pissed off because he, like, he compares him to Tony Stark and literally just yanks him up and like, has this fucking shit fit monologue and just cuts his arm off. Yes. And then and his his reaction though, Ultron's reaction to it. So he's like, he's almost like, "Oops, oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, my bad." I didn't mean that, but you compared me to Tony Stark, and that's not cool. <laughs> it reminds me of that ladies' man scene where at the very end, where Will Ferrell's like all in his Greco-Roman wrestling stuff because he's about to like, get, he goes, "All right, all yourself up," and he's like, "Look, it's clear you're gay, and that's cool, but you're trying to oil me up, and that's not cool." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I appreciate what Marvel did here with Claw because yeah. they yeah, walked this, of... this beautiful line of like, yes, pull from the comics, but also we got this bad guy. His name's Claw. Well, why is his name Claw? Well, was, he's got one hand and it's a claw and it, you know, shoots stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a little silly. Why don't we do something, you know, a little, eh, let's, let's adult it up like, I don't know, three notches. And yeah, that's, we gotta, we know. gotta like, we have to have leave room later. So when we invest, invent, Razor fist in a <laughs> Shang Chi. Uh, so, uh, anyways, as they're completing the transaction, the Avengers show up there. Um, they there's this little battle inside this abandoned kind of ship happens. Uh, Wanda's running around and she's trying to like subdue them like with her mental capacity. I like when she goes to Hulk. I was like, that would work on a human, but not me. Then instantly he's like an orgy. <laughs> and he's like, what? What's going on? Like, um. Um, uh, my favorite though is Barton who stops. He goes, Nope, I've had my mind control before. I'm not going to let yeah, that exactly. happen again. Exactly. Um, not a fan. Captain America also gets, uh, his mind fucked and he starts going back to seeing Peggy and their dance and, yep. you know, back in the, uh, whenever year that, that was, uh, the 40s. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to make fun of Dog. My bad. I was no, waiting right? for it. Whatever you oh, dog no. graduated from high school, you know. Yeah. I was in the band. So I kind of hated... Listen, this was the introduction to Wanda. They made her move like fucking Samara from the ring. Like, I was not into that. Yeah. I'll say that. I do like... My other, my other favorite sight gag of this is when uh, Thor throws the hammer and Pietro's running by, grabs it, and just fucking flings him across the room. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he stops us. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> he grabs it. Um, the uh, at the next thing that happens, we see Stark fly off trying to chase down Ultron, but uh, Ultron has another plan, and his plan is for Wanda to kind of unleash the Hulk. So she goes over and she mind controls Bruce Banner, who then. Sets the Hulk free. The Hulk runs into the city, um, and he's like basically just rampaging through the city. Um, and Tony calls in his what's yeah, it Victoria, call- Valerie Victor- or Victoria. Damn it! There is it's it's, it's a oh, v, it's a girl's name with a V. I know uh-huh, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, it shoots this like giant like cage down that basically locks the Hulk in. And then he gets his Hulkbuster armor, which is this massive fucking Hulk sized Iron Man suit. Yeah. Um. You know, the they're they're fighting in the streets. Um, this and it's just, I like the scene. Tony's like, "How long will it take us to buy this building?" And he fucking just slams <laughs> him through the, this like construction site, uh, which you know helps the Hulk go back, turn into Bruce again. 
Um, then there's a bunch of backlash, uh, you know, because of the destruction and all the fears that are created by this. Um, and the team, like, they need to kind of get off the grid for a while because, you know, people are like, fuck these super-powered people. We can't have this shit in our world anymore. Um, and they end up going back to uh, Barton's safe house. And uh, I love when they get there and she's like, she's definitely an agent. And those are small agents. Like, Tony's <laughs> like, who the fuck are all these people? Um, and apparently Barton has a family. And uh, I love Tony's line. I'm sorry, we were too busy not knowing you existed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, you know, of course, <clears throat> Natasha knows who they are. Uh, yes, she's yeah, nice yeah. Friends. She's BFFs. The whole yep. Buster sequence was was like the set piece for me for yeah. this whole movie. Like yeah. it topped even even the ending, even the climax. It topped. And uh, Barton, they finally give this character some depth because, yep. you know, again, I love these MCU movies, but they do have a problem where they introduce a lot of characters and they don't always give them all something to do. Right, and uh, right. this was the first step in rectifying that for this guy. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it 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 solidified his reason for fighting. Yep, you know what I mean. Like he's 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 good with a bow. And we made the jokes about it earlier, but this is the reason he does what he does. He's going to use everything in his power, his human power, to save and and you know keep his family safe. So yeah, it it was cool. And it's also you know setting up his future, you know, alter ego. Right. Yeah. Which yep. we'll get to. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, you know, Thor, he has some problems with the trip he went on. <laughs> yeah. And the hallucination. So he goes to visit his friend, uh, Dr. Eric Selvig, played again by the, the patriarch of the Skarsgård clan, Stellan. Um, you know, that, that, that that's a good-looking family. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Those motherfuckers yeah. are good-looking. <laughs> Every one of them. Um and uh, you know, so yeah, he taught. He wants to talk to Eric about the meanings of of that apocalypse. Wait, are you talking about the Skarsgårds or the Hemsworths? No, the Sk- well, the, the Hemsworths. That's different. They, 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 that goes without saying. But the Skarsgårds, all the fucking kids. Are, no, no, I was just making a joke. You know, okay, but, I know what you were uh, saying. I was just being that, an asshole. Listen, you think about a movie where they get those two families together. Yeah. Holy shit, that would be amazing. So yeah, it might be called Ragnarok. No, I'm talking about all the Skarsgårds and oh, all the Hemsworths, all, all of them. Yeah. Get them all, all right? Um, yeah, so he, 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 you know, part of that vision was his, you know, apocalyptic future that he saw, so he, he's hashing things out with Eric. Uh, so Natasha and, and Bruce uh, discussed the possibility of fleeing together after realizing their mutual attraction. Um, I, I just wish that had come to fruition, but it never really did. Was, also, I love how Tony asked if they're playing hide the zucchini. I know. That was good. <laughs> that was funny. But maybe not even necessarily in this movie, but in the series, it would have been nice. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It happens. I could have uh, done without this whole B story with Thor, like, you know, trying to figure out yeah. the well, Infinity I mean, Stones. I was like, there wouldn't be an Infinity Stone, then we'd be missing just, the entire, like... I feel like they could have come to the same conclusion, like, in the lab, you know, looking right. at something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, don't know. Infinity Stones aren't, like, lab-based, though. They're, like, more mythic. Sure. I, I get why they did it. It just, I don't know, like the hot tub scene. Like, I get it. We had to show this guy without a shirt on and wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's in the contract. But yeah. right. I, I feel like they could have arrived at it, you know, in a... No, I, I arrived at it. I know you arrived at it. I know the hot tub scene is where you arrived at it, man. Yeah. I arrived. Here we go. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, so Natasha and Bruce are talking about getting out of there. Uh, but, you know, 
Nick Fury, our, our all our favorite Mr. Sam Jackson. Um, you know, he has different ideas. He wants them to do their jobs since they're fucking, he put them together for a reason and it's to save the world and he wants them to do it. So, all right. I don't know. I got nothing else. That was it. <laughs> this is like that moment. You, you guys ever play like a family board game and you're going in the same order around the table. Yeah. But for whatever yeah. reason, you're like, fucking whose turn is it? Oh, no. Then it goes, you know, it happened to, it happened whose to us. Whose line is it anyways? We were playing trouble. No, we were playing sorry. The same thing happened to us. So, yeah. I, I figured it. if we were the whose line is it anyways, I have to be Ryan Styles because I'm way taller than the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the uh, the weird bald one. He's the Colin funniest. Mockery. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So and, and uh, Doug's Drew Carey. <laughs> Without the buzz cut, I'll never do that to my hair. <laughs> so uh, Ultron forces the Avengers' friend and ally, Doctor Helen Chow, played by Claudia Kim, to use her synthetic tissue technology, together with vibranium. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. It. She invented the flashlight. No, exactly. But no, even just you saying, you know. Uh, tissue. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Did you? I thought you were just going to say titties. Uh, her <laughs> synthetic titties. Big ass titties. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, oh god. All right. Stop it, Doug. Just go. <laughs> so she Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> there it is. That's love. That's love. That's right. Uh, together with vibranium and the the synthetic titty tissues, uh, <laughs> and the scepter's gem to perfect a new body for Ultron, uh, as he uploads himself into the synthetic body. Wanda is unable to read his mind and discovers his plan to annihilate humanity. She's horrified. This is not what she signed up for. She just wanted a little revenge. Yep. Yeah. But not this. So Maximoff clan turn on Ultron and they join forces with voices. They join voices with Captain America <laughs> to uh, distract him while Romanoff and Barton retrieve the synthetic body. However, Ultron captures Romanoff while Barton reluctantly takes the body back to Stark and Banner at Avengers Tower, followed by Rogers and the twins. It's a long way of saying this is where you get your turn, so your villains become reluctant heroes, sort of, kind of. And uh, that's what we were waiting for as fans anyway. We knew it was coming. And uh, unexpectedly, the Black Widow gets herself captured because she's the one that is kind of always able to get out of a jam. So... You know, right. Yeah. We yeah. also get that cool like chase scene through the city with the uh truck. Uh oh yeah, that was great, man. Yeah, it was a cool little fight in the middle of the city chasing once again destroying more property. More property damage. More property damage. Motorcycles, all the fun shit that you want. Yeah, I like when they drop uh, Natasha out of the Quinjet on her motorcycle. Oh yeah. God. that was Chef's kiss, man. Right. Yeah. Right. That was so yeah. good. And and Captain America too, like the physicality of him, and when there's a moment where like there's cars flipping over this dude and he's sliding out of concrete and yep. he gets up and he starts running again, like man, that was ugh, chub inducing. Yeah. Um, well, once they get back uh, to, to with the body, uh, the Avengers start to fight amongst themselves, um, and then they realize that Stark, you know, secretly had uploaded Jarvis. Into the uh, synthetic body also. Um, he's been operational this entire time because he's been hiding from Ultron deep within the internet. He, he kind of like understood what Ultron was before Ultron like understood what was going on. Yeah. And he realized like, you know, ahead of time that he was an artificial intelligence and he could get hidden to the point where he can come back later and take it over. Yeah. Um, Thor comes back and he, um, 
you know, explains to him that this this uh, Infinity Stone, which is one of six, and there's already been, you know, three or four of them popping up recently. Like, these things are coming together. I mean, he's, like, hinting that something big is about to come. Um, he puts that, that one into the mix with, uh, you know, the body that's being created. Um, and it's part of his vision. <laughs> like what they did there, these clever bastards. Now... This was the first time that Captain America and Iron Man came to blows over a disagreement in this film series. Yeah. This yeah. is a, a yeah. very clear precursor of things to come. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that sequence was cool. Now, I think Thor's intention was maybe not so clear. Like, he wasn't even sure what he was supposed to do, just that, you know, he had this knowledge and he fucking struck lightning at this thing, maybe to destroy it or whatever. I don't know. But... He just Frankenstein this motherfucker life. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh yeah, we get we get oh just again, the the term is nerdgasm. Yep. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh so yeah, so Vision, he's played by Paul Bettany. So again, do you do you guys know if they hired Bettany just to do Jarvis's voice and then got him to do vision or was this a plan from the start or what i don't even I feel know. like it had to have been planned yeah this was not the plan from the start really? this was uh, when when he was hired for iron man to be the voice um favreau you know basically you know went through his rolodex he's like do i know any annoying sounding british people to do Holy this shit. voice he's like i'm saving benedict cumberbatch for dr strange <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the idea was like, hey, man, do me a favor. You know, you're perfect for this role, this voice, this disembodied British fancy man. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that, A, they knew it was going to go this far when they made Iron Man because, you know, that was like a shot in the dark. That's true. And, uh, B, even if they made it to a a Vision movie, they didn't, I don't think, assume that, like, the same dude who did that voice was going to play the character. He just happens to be a, a fantastic actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. I didn't. I yeah. I w- I always thought about that. Never looked it up. Uh. So, you know, Vision. He you know just steps right up and proves himself worthy by lifting Thor's hammer. Without oh, and the way they do it issue. is so it's, fucking great. Right. Like, know, cause Thor's vouching for him. He's sitting there staring out the window. He's doing this giant monologue, and then he's like, "Are we gonna go and just hand Thor the hammer?" Like yeah. <laughs> you don't see this. Like you don't right, see it was like so casual. It doesn't dramatic yeah. like build up to nope. him grabbing it. It's just like. Here we go. Let's go. And then yeah. Thor's like, "I'm going with him." <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I I totally agree with you guys, man. So I just I just heard stand up comedy explained in a really. It comes from a Steve Martin book, and I think this was uh, Joe. You familiar with Ross McCoy? Of course. So he was talking about stand up, and your job as a comedian is to build the tension, build the tension, and then release it, and that's where you get your laugh, and. You know, if a joke bombs or whatever, like you still built that tension, it still has to release. It was an interesting yeah. concept. In this scene, that there's so much built tension about, like, yes. can we trust this robot? You know, because we're this is just a mirror of what we were dealing with before. Like, it's a it's an unknown quantity. This guy, and you you know, they're arguing about it. They're literally coming to fisticuffs over it, and they break that tension with that shot of him picking the hammer up and saying, like, here you go. It's like, yeah. oh my god, that's the release. Like, of course, because he's... they set it up earlier in the movie that no yeah. one can fucking lift exactly. that thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, so, you know, the, yeah, it was, it, you described it perfectly, Eric. That, that was good. Well, uh, it was yeah. I know, I know. Uh, so, yeah, so now it's time to head back to Sokovia. So uh, the Maximoff twins accompany the Avengers. They go back home. Uh, this is where Ultron's used the, the remaining vibranium to build a machine um, that's going to lift a large part of the city uh, up in the air. And then his plan is to lift it up in the air and then drop it to the ground. And it's, it's more than just destroying the city. It's potentially, you know, uh, you know extinction-level event here <coughs> because of the, the sheer force of it. So, um, yeah, okay, yeah, right. Uh, so then we see, we see Banner, you know, Bruce, he rescues Romanoff. He rescues Natasha, um, who pushes him into a pit to get the Hulk up and ready for the, the coming fight. So, I mean, it's pretty funny. But, yeah, so yeah. during this, we get the setup that, you know, he's like, this city or this church is the de- direct center of the city. It was built here purposely so everybody in the entire city can have access to the, uh, the building equally. Um, that's the old Ultron speech. And yeah. then is it Tony Stark that comes in first to, to, to talk to him? or is To it, confront him, yeah. Yeah, to confront him. Um, and basically they're like, not today. And then, like, you know, he explains the entire thing. is like he's basically making a meteor, like, to, you know, right. like wipe out humanity, just like similar to how the dinosaurs had to leave and similar to how other things you need to clear out so the next evolution can come in and take over. Mm-hmm. And he plans on, like, lifting this city up into the earth or the air and then basically reverse thrusting it and shooting it back down into the ground to create this, you know, basically uh, dinosaur extinction level event that's going to kill everybody. Right, right. And uh, we get a great, um, you know, build up to the fight scene. You know, he wants to face Iron Man, but he also is pretty excited about facing Thor. Yeah, man. Yep. I like, I like it. Isn't there a line where he's like, you know, obviously, like, if this hasn't been explained yet, Homeboy can jump around from body to body. Okay, yeah. so he's he's got a main host body that he's trying to build. That did not work out. Vision was was like his suit of armor that he really wanted, and he could only like download half of himself into. So he kind of had to let that go, and then he gets this really nice vibranium, you know, mega body. And uh, but part of his AI is that he can transfer his consciousness from drone to drone to drone. So the whole deal with this big CGI fuck fast battle is we can't leave any of these things alive, you know, because even if there's like a toaster left plugged in, like he can, <laughs> you know, take over the toaster and then it's all for nothing. So, um, yeah, he he at one point sees Thor and he's like, you're bothering me or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Because, you know, how fucking strong Thor is. Yeah. Like, you could shoot lightning out of your butthole. This is not a fair fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where are we at here? So, the Avengers are facing off against this army of drones. And again, I you know, I know we, we familiarized ourselves with the term CGI fuckfest. It truly is. But it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. what... Not much to complain about. It's This is an expensive CGI fuckfest. Yeah. You can see where the where the checks were signed when you watched this fucking shit. <laughs> um, well, this is when they also, before this happened, they were trying to figure out their options, which was either basically like, um, turn this thing around right now and kill, you know, however many billion people, cause it's already high enough to do that or <clears> let <throat> it go and see if it destroys the entire earth 
or blow the or let Thor basically like overload it with power and destroy the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and the problem is it's full of people still. So right, <laughs> exactly. They need an evacuation plan. And you you also get that um, clash of ideologies, which is on one end you got Captain America who's like you know we don't leave until not everybody else leaves and like we're not giving up on this. Whereas like some of the other members of the Avengers like hey we got to think about like at what point do we blow this fucking thing up because yeah you know it's gonna be uh, uh there's gonna be a point in no return so um nick fury arrives in a helicarrier with maria hill this was a great moment it injected a little bit more hope into the battle because this huge uh helicarrier comes in and they can really start evacuating people off of this this uh floating death city and uh we even get a cool moment from quicksilver who's skeptical of anybody involved with the government or you know but uh he asks captain america like is is this shield and captain america responds to him it's what shield is supposed to be right and he kind of you know nods like okay it's not so bad yeah. um that was a great moment and it, it again oh, just highlights um captain america's like lofty ideals and yes. and all of that so um James Rhodes or Rhodey War Machine and other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents uh, come on the scene. They're evacuating civilians. War Machine finally gets some cool shit to do in this movie. He's, you know, top gunning the shit out of all these well, uh, robots. He's about to. Right. He's like, I got these ones. Then instantly fucking vision comes out. Just pew, 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 pew. He's like, he's like what, what the fuck? fuck is that? But I like he says to himself, like, this is going to be a good story. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's all he cares about. Um, the other Avengers are helping with the evacuation. Wanda uh, accepts the task to guard the machine from activation by Ultron's drones. This is very video gaming. So, you know, the central point, like we talked about that, you know, that church, there's yeah. a literal button that can be pushed to start the process of right. reversing That's the right. upward trajectory to a downward trajectory. And they all surround it in very cool comic booky fashion. And they have to keep any of these robots from reaching it. Because like I said, Homeboy can jump from body to body to body. So um, it's capture the flag. Like it's, it's you know, just yeah. writ large. See, this um, is where I got my Avengers team up picture from this episode when they're all standing in there. Right. It's a and cool it's shot. Them too. It is yeah. a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. And you get a taste of Ultron's hubris too. Cause he's like, fucking yes. Like this is what I wanted. All of you versus all of me. Like this is yep. yeah. the money shot. Like let's, uh -huh. you know, he's, he's very egotistical and there's so many great moments in this movie. Where they're like, gee, all, all the traits that this guy has, wonder where, they, where he got that from. Like, and I just kind of glance at Tony Stark, like you motherfucker. You. <laughs> um, the, like I said, the Avengers, um, leave that central point to help with the evacuation. Wanda accepts the task to guard it. And uh, while that's going on, Ultron actually steals the Avengers Quinjet and just starts a machine gunning everybody. Yeah, <laughs> right? To, yeah. to try to stop them from evacuating these these citizens. Um, oh. Which is odd, because you don't think he wouldn't care since he's going to kill everybody on Earth anyways? He's a petty robot, dude. Like yeah. he's he's rife with human emotion. Um, it's a weird thing, but it makes the character super interesting. And the next scene that that you're going to talk about, Joe, 
fucking crushed me today. Yeah, yeah. it did. It did. So this is where earlier we're talking about Barton has his emotional speech with Wanda and explains to her, look, I'm just a guy with arrows, but I'm still here doing my part. Yeah. So you have to make a choice right now. Do you want to just get evacuated or do you want to do your part and help out also? And she accepts, like you said in the previous little section here, she accepted her responsibility to protect that machine because she knew what it was. Um, while this is happening, though, Pietro notices that, like, you know, Barton, like, helped my sister out. Like, he, you know, got her back. So at this point, you know, Barton's about to get shot and Pietro takes a bullet for him. Ugh. Basically, right. just, you know, he doesn't, you know, at the time, he doesn't really necessarily, I don't even know if he realized what he did or what happened, but he dies. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he realized that. I mean, yeah, because Clint was doing Clint. He was going to rescue yeah. the boy. Um, God damn and, it, man. I'll, I'll tell you what, in the lead up to, to the movie, the trailers and everything, there were a lot of hints and a lot of conjecture that this is where Barton buys it. Yeah. Like, this is his time. Because yeah. this is the last time, again, lumping all the, the, the movies together, that they could do it. Yes, they introduced his family, but the connection still is not there for us on the level it gets to later in, in the series. Yeah. And so Because I mean, then it gets to a point movie. where we know he's not going to die. There's no way, after all he's been through, that he's ever going to fucking die. I don't know, because you know? like, there's so many scenes coming up where he has, like, the should have fucking died. He could have got snapped. He could have been killed as the Ronin. He could have been fucking. Well, no, that's what I mean. Died because for the they'll stone. never because the, yeah. the writers will never kill him just because of the connection and our connection as the audience to his family. His family's real now. Yeah, and although, they get more real with know. each movie. His so, plot armor just got a little thinner after getting his own show because <laughs> yeah, they introduced I, his replacement. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna retire. He's gonna retire with the family. But anyway, but like um, that that was cheap trick right because yeah in any other movie when you show the hero about to escape and then he notices one last person to save yeah. and everything stops and he turns around from the relative safety of the evacuation ship to run back into the shit that's your signal like oh he's gonna yeah. die saving right. this kid because that's exactly that's what he's willing to do yeah and you have to also acknowledge that this whole movie him and quicksilver fucking hate each other and yeah. to comic effect, like when Quicksilver runs away, he's like, I, he draws his bow back, and he's like, I, you know, I could do it, and nobody would know, <laughs> like nobody would fucking know. <laughs> I do like that line. So it's like, it, it's that much more effective because it's the last person you would expect to make that that move for that character, right? Yep. And uh, well, even his line, I mean, that was a, a repeat of the beginning when he mockingly says, "You didn't see that coming." To, oh, to him. And when he says that and falls over, I, yeah, I lost it. Definitely. Yeah, man. It's just so beautifully done. And you can see how much um, respect Hawkeye has for what Quicksilver did. Um, yeah. You know, and again, Hawkeye does, he sees the, the machine gun fire coming right towards him, turns his back so he can protect the kid. Yeah. And. Uh, oh, well, we also had to have a reason for the superior Quicksilver to come back later. We did, yes, hundred percent. Evan yeah. Peters is by far the superior Quicksilver. We, we needed Greg Boner to make an appearance in one. <laughs> I would say, out of the like the Fox X Men movies, I think Evan Peters Quicksilver is my favorite character. Oh yeah, he, oh he's so he he's saved so him. fucking good. Yep, yeah, that yeah. scene in the kitchen with him. Yes, <laughs> and then him exactly. like clearing everybody out of the mansion before it exploded. Oh god, yep. so yeah. good. But anyways, get back to this movie. Uh, the Hulk leaps up to the Quinjet and throws Ultron out 
Um, at this point, Wanda has fucking lost it, and yeah. you know she's she's ready to destroy Ultron's actual like body, the the one that we see all the time, the vibranium one. Yeah. Um, but while she does this, she loses her post that she's supposed to be protecting, and one of the drones activates the machine. At this point, the city starts to plummet back to Earth. Um, and now that they've realized that the majority, if not all of the people have been left from the city, uh, Stark and Thor decide they're going to overload the machine and just destroy it. Um, Vision swoops in to save Wanda at the last moment, and Hulk, um, unwilling to endanger Ro- Romanoff um, any further in his life, he just leaves. He takes off in the Quinjet. We don't see him again for a long time. But when we do, <coughs> it's fucking worth it. <laughs> I'm just telling you yes. right now. When we yes. see him again, it is probably one of my favorite moments in any Marvel movie ever. Yeah. Like, it's it's probably my most quoted thing in all of the Marvel movies when the next time we'll see Hulk. So yeah. I'm just telling you, get ready, because it's going to be fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, I know him! <laughs> Yes! Yes! <laughs> we so work great. together. <laughs> we were co-workers. <laughs> it's so great. But anyways, so um, uh, Vision uh, ends up going back and destroying any bits of uh, Ultron that are left. Yeah, which is cool. I'm glad they had him do it. You know, yeah. that was it was definitely a way to, to you know, wrap things up. I, I dug that. So. That scene yeah, also cool. made me cry. I don't know what that says about me. Um, Us. I mean, you and I are on the same page when it comes to shit like that. So, yeah, it um, was it was beautifully done because, uh, again, too, like Vision is such a cerebral character. They did it wonderfully in WandaVision where he's fighting with himself. Yeah. And and, yeah. you know, it starts as a fist fight, but it turns into a conversation, which is the most <laughs> wonderful thing yes. in the world. Exactly. But yeah. there's there's a line that Vision says to Ultron, you know, sort of like predicating up to the moment he kills him, which is um, he's trying to appeal to him about like the beauty of humanity. He's like, I think you missed something, like in all of your judgment, um, you know, because these people are fucked, and you know yeah. they are they are hopelessly, um, you know, doomed in a lot of ways. But there's there's something there that yeah. you missed, and you know. The beauty of, of life, basically, is not that it goes on forever. You know, that's not not the point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, we wrap things up with the Avengers uh, pretty much going their separate ways, and we're setting the stage for the conflict to come in the next movie or the couple of movies from now. Um, so, you know, Thor goes back to Asgard. to Asgard? Uh, yeah, no, Asgard. That's okay. Um, Asperg? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he wants to figure out, you know, he wants to try to figure out wh- who or what's behind this shit happening now that the Infinity Stones have sort of been revealed as an issue. Um, we see a new base that, that Fury's put together um, with, uh, you know, with Hill and uh, Cho and Selvig. Um, we see Clint go back home. So, again, now that he's never going to die, he gets to be with his family, which is cool. Again, it, it sort of solidifies that, that, that warm feeling that we as, as viewers have for his family. Uh, Tony's pissed off. He goes his own separate way. Um, you know, so Steve and Natasha, we see in the final scene, which, again, was one of those fucking fist-raising scenes 
in and of itself. But again, it also it also creates the uncertainty of the Avengers as a team. I mean, that's what it was meant to do, of course. But uh, we see them get ready. They're getting ready to, to train the new Avengers, um, you know. So, you know, we see Rhodey, we see Vision, uh, we see Falcon, which is cool because he didn't have really much to do except in the beginning with this one, and, and Wanda. So it's a formidable team in and of itself. Um, and yeah, and that's how this one wraps up. And we finally get that iconic line, Avengers. Ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So. Um, yeah, that's, it was a perfect note to end it on. And, uh, you know, we got to see Clint's family again, too, in that sequence, which, which was great because they do something far worse to Hawkeye than kill him eventually. <laughs> and and this is why it hurts, yes. you know. Um, we get our, our MCU mid-credits mid-credit scene which shows us thanos again um he's pissed off because uh all of his pawns they're all failing him so he dons what we know as the infinity gauntlet this this awesome golden glove with holes in it spaces for all of the infinity stones and he uh, basically just says you know if you want something done right you gotta do it yourself so yeah. and he's on never when he does it <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we leave it, man. That is Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. A sequel. That was pretty good. But not great. Right. But but not as bad as I remembered it being. Maybe. Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm gonna let it play out. Oh god, I, I really enjoy that music, man. It's so good. That's how you give a motherfucker chills. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're going to rate this movie. Again, this movie being rated on the MCU scale. So uh, one through five. Again, not the same as our general movie scale. This is just weighted against all of the other MCU movies. Joe, let's start with you, man. How are you feeling about this one? All right, so uh, <clears throat> it's got a a bunch of different things that I forgot were in this movie. Like, I forgot the, the beginning scene of, like, the whole just ice fields that reminded me of, like, one of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was in there, but it's got the whole cool language line. And then, the you know, are we going to forget that he just told us to say language? Just going to let that go? <laughs> yeah. um, we get the introduction to Claw, which is kind of a fun scene. Uh, we get this villain whose motives are very, I guess you could say, uh, he's he has like a good thing going on in his mind. He can see that typical like thing where he thinks he's doing the right thing. He's not doing it because he thinks it's wrong. He's doing it because he thinks it's right. Right. Um, we get the setup of Thor's hammer. We get the setup for Vision. We get the setup for the Maximoffs. We get this. This movie is a lot of exposition and a lot of building for things that are going to come in the future. Um, as a movie itself, it's still a good movie and it's a fun movie, but it definitely, you know, is different than the other like team up movies. It's got a different feel to it than the other ones. Um, we get you know, our CGI army of robots instead of a CGI army of aliens, <laughs> but we get another like the world's at risk and how can we stop it and. Uh, it's it's 
it's just a little bit different scale and a different style than the first Avengers. Um, overall, I think it's a great movie. I think it's definitely necessary to watch into the canon of the franchise. You're not going to get through this franchise without watching this and then understand everything that's going on. Um, it also introduces Wanda and Vision to each other, uh, which that's going to play a bigger role coming way down the road. Um, I think that's going to be a big influence on things to come still. Uh, so all that being said... I'll probably go somewhere around like a 4.4 on this one. Nice. Now, what did you rate the first Avengers movie? Do you remember? Uh, 4.6. Okay. So it lines up right. Pretty pretty close, yeah. Very good, man. I I I I'm a little conflicted on this one cuz like we talked about earlier, I thought I understood where I ranked this movie in my head based on having seen it long ago and you know casting my judgment on it and uh i think i like it a little more now i think i think that's okay like i said this is a unique set of circumstances with these movies where um you know you can you can play with the narrative in such a way that it improves upon stuff in the past it's really strange um but i i thoroughly enjoyed it my maybe only issue with it was, like I said, that B story with Thor, like his journey to arrive at the conclusion he arrived at, felt a little herky-jerky to me. Maybe it could have been shorter. Maybe it could have been done in a different way narratively. Um, just felt a little disjointed. But aside from that, I had a fun time with it, man. And it does set up so many of the pieces that you, you want and need set up. So I'm going to give... Avengers 2, a 4.3 out of 5 on the MCU scale. All right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, getting to go third, I can say everything you guys said because it does sum up how I feel about this one. Um, yeah, it's still, again, I have my issues with the pacing and, and some of the directions things went, but nothing tragic, so... But then I'm looking at what's to come as far as movies, so I've got to make sure I've got room to put things in. <laughs> yep. um, so, I mean, for me, it's a 4.2. It's definitely up there, um, but that's where it sits. Pretty high score, and a, yeah. and a way yeah, higher yeah. cumulative score than I would have expected out of Avengers 2. Like I said, yes. um, it's been a couple years, and I honestly, I didn't have, uh, you know, the fondest memories of it. I think, I think we all suffered from like the high expectations. Yeah. Was, you know, like, Oh my God, this is going to change my life. And, yeah. uh, when it didn't do that, it was like going to see the Phantom Menace, man. It was like, you know, even if, if it, it sucks, <laughs> what if it sucks? <laughs> yeah. What if it sucks? Um, yeah, it just, uh, it suffered a little bit from that, that sophomore thing, you know, how do you follow the Avengers? Like, that's not even fair. So, um, but all right, another high score. What, what we're doing next is, uh, Ant-Man, correct? Yes. Yep. yep. That's the next <laughs> one. God, I love that movie so yeah, much. That's, that's yeah. a fun movie. It's a heist though. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you to our spo- uh, show sponsor, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, uh, just call Mo. If you would like to understand why uh, Wanda spoke with an accent in this movie as well <laughs> and uh, does not in future installments, I don't think Mo, no, uh, you know, I, I just don't call Mo. No. 
Call Mo for the legal stuff. He's good with the legal stuff. Although I'm sure he would talk to you about it. You know, he's a good guy. So, Right. Uh, we also would like to thank our Patreon uh, supporters. Oh, yeah, them. Those guys and We've gals. We've got a list of people that we want to thank. You don't because... have to be an athlete to be an athletic supporter. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a list of people we want to thank. Uh, we've got Hannah Christ, Peter Bianco, uh, Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast, uh, Will Lehu from the Just Private Podcast that we co-host uh, with Joe and I. He co-hosts with Joe and I. Um, and Andrew Walsh. Um, we've got Mr. Tony DeGraw from the Single Path uh, Podcast and the Texas State Boggle Champs Podcast that he co-hosts with Joe. Uh, we've got Michael McVeigh. And last but certainly not least is upcoming guest, Mr. Hugh G. Raction. Upcome, we're getting huge on the show. Yeah, we are. Nice. What? Oh. The Hugh G. Rection coming up. So I just got to find out if he wants us to call him that instead of his. No, no, he, we're calling him that. Listen, right. you want to be cute and do the nickname thing on the Patreon? That's exactly. fine, but just understand, you got to roll with it. That's your you name. Gotta own it. You got to own it. So yeah, so that's our that's our Patreon list, and they're they're great people. We can't thank them enough. Well, yeah, with so. that said, there's only one thing left to do. Yeah, lights, camera, fuck off. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs>and we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different, real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, just, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some... Not safe for work picks, if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but I'll anyway. say for anything picks. Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout-out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then, enjoy this week's movie.